Well, hello and good morning, evening or afternoon, depending on when you are listening to this latest Susty Talk from Edie. If you're new here, Susty Talks are our series of mini 20 minutes or less one-on-one -on -one interviews with sustainability leaders across the world to help us feel a little bit more connected and find new sources of inspiration. Um, and it really is a long distance call across the world for me today. Um, I have on the line from Australia, James Thornton, who is the CEO at Intrepid Travel. So thank you very much for taking the time, James. How, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm great. Thanks, Sarah. Great to be joining you today. No, thank you for taking the time. I understand we've got a nine hour or so time time difference. Whereabouts in Australia are you based? So I'm down in Melbourne, still a bit mm. wintry down here, but hopefully, uh, yeah, the weather will be improving soon. Oh, yeah, you have the seasons the other way. Around. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Um, so thank you very much for taking the time and overcoming the time difference to pop on to um, Susty Talk. I guess the obvious place to start would be with an introduction to yourself and to Intrepid. Um, for those for those who aren't aware of the company. Absolutely, Sarah. So uh, my name is James Thornton. As you said, I'm the CEO of Intrepid Travel. Intrepid is the world's largest adventure travel company. It's been going for 33 years. Concept is to take people under the skin of a destination in a small group to meet the local people, try the local food, stay in different forms of accommodation, and um, yeah, hopefully recognise that we have more similarities in the world than we do differences and do do it in a, a sustainable uh, way that benefits local communities and also the customers who go on the trips. I've been the CEO since 2017. I joined the company back in 2005 as a sales rep and worked my way through to become CEO. So yeah, I had the pleasure of running the company for the last five years. Great. And, and um, something we haven't mentioned is that it's the world's largest certified travel B Corp, which I think is key to what we, we're going to discuss today. And it says pretty clearly on the website, on most of the pages, that it, it's a company that strives to balance purpose with profit, as as you mentioned. So it'd be good to hear a little bit about how you work on that as a CEO. So do you have, for example, a sustainability team or does that sit with you? Yeah, no, we have a, a sustainability team. So it kind of dates back to 1999. Intrepid um, first appointed a responsible travel manager. I think we we're one of the first global tour operators to do so. Um, the, the responsible travel manager's role kind of expanded over the course of time. We now have an entire purpose team. Uh, it's a team of five or six um, people headed by our chief people and purpose officer who is a member of our core management team and, and reports directly uh, to me. Um, that team includes a, a general manager of purpose. It includes um, a climate specialist who's actually a PhD doctor um, who, who works within our within our team. So, yeah, what we try and do at Intrepid is, is try and balance two things, growing the market for what we call sustainable experience rich travel. And the second thing is operating a business that balances having both a, uh, a very strong purpose, but also a, a commercial um, return because B Corps are for profit entities, but they are companies that try and benefit all stakeholders. So they really try and provide an alternate methodology for private companies um, against traditional uh, capitalism, that the notion that a company can try and benefit um, its customers, its people, the communities within which it operates. Um, and uh, and also it uh, delivers a, a financial return for its shareholders. Great. And were you thinking about purpose sort of long before you became CEO or did that appointment sort of change your thinking? 
about well, I think it. I, What's I, your personal purpose? Yeah, my, my personal links there is I, my background before Intrepid was uh, private client asset management. And that's what I did coming out of university. And I was spending basically my days making rich people richer. And while that was personally quite rewarding from a financial sense, it wasn't really rewarding from a, from a personal sense. And I, I really didn't want to spend my time doing that for the next 40 years of my life. So I was drawn to um, a small adventure travel company that talked about sustainable travel and trying to create a, a kind of different way of, of traveling. And um, yeah, joined them as a, uh, as a sales rep in 2005. And we're a very small company then. I was lucky to kind of ride on the journey. And as the company grew, I was able to grow my, my career opportunities to the point where I became the first non-founding managing director of the Intrepid Travel brand in 2012 and then group CEO in 2017. And so, uh, you know, really purpose is kind of the heartbeat of what we try and do. We, we, we just really try and navigate. Can we Can we grow a business? Uh, and can we have a really strong purpose? And can those two things come in harmony? And, and what we found over the course of time is that the more great things we do in the purpose space, the more that has enabled the company to grow. And the more the company grows, the, the more that enables us to facilitate uh, more purpose activities. And so it's quite a nice flywheel effect. And as a result, the company has, has been able to kind of uh, grow on both agendas, although, of course, not over the last two and a half years during the uh, challenges of the pandemic. And I'm sure we can talk about some travel trends and what's going on post pandemic. Well, not even post pandemic, but for me in the UK, post lockdown here, definitely not post pandemic. My other half had it the other week. Um, but I wanted to come back to something you mentioned, which is the fact that Intrepid is B Corp, um, the world's largest in the in the sector that it's operating in. So when when did the company certify? It'd be great to hear a little bit more about yeah the certification process. Yeah, of course, Sarah. So we um, we committed to wanting to become a B Corp in 2015. And the reason for doing so was, as I mentioned earlier, we do two things, growing the market for sustainable experience, rich travel. The second thing, operating a business that balances having a strong purpose and, and profitability. It's very easy to measure growth. You can measure growth in customer numbers and revenue numbers, um, profit numbers, customer engagement, employee engagement, really easy. But how do you truly measure whether you have a strong purpose? And there's plenty of greenwashing out in the market. And, and what we ultimately wanted to do was find an independent accreditation that certified the entirety of, of uh, the Intrepid business that wasn't specific just to travel. And that's what lent us towards B Corp. Um, I was rather naive at the time. I presumed in 2015 when we made the commitment to want to become a B Corp that it would be something that might take us three to six months, but but would be a fairly quick process. Um, naively, it, it took us three years to certify. Um, and that's because we needed to assess 23 companies. Intrepid is a, a very global business. While I'm based here in Melbourne, uh, we have or today 27 offices around the world. Back then, 23 companies around the world. So the process is very rigorous, as it should be, um, because uh, B Corps really have earned their stripes in in terms of having the high standards of uh, verified uh, social and environmental performance and the highest levels of, of transparency. Um, and, and perhaps one of the most exciting things for us, yes, we're the largest certified B Corp uh, travel company in the world, but we were the first certified B Corp in countries like Sri Lanka and Cambodia and Vietnam. So certification was a, a big step for us and, and really important because the process is, is so stringent. Of course. So I was going to ask for your advice for other companies looking to certify, especially in sectors like travel, where people might say, well, how, how on earth do you do 
that but it sounds like maybe start early is a good piece of advice yeah start early I mean I think that's one of the things not just for B Corp certification but for purpose activities activities in general you could never start too soon you need to be recording the activities that you do um, recording the impact that, that you have and, and really trying to measure everything and then taking action against what you're measuring. The smaller, the, the reality is the smaller the company uh, size you are, the easier it is to certify. It gets more complex the larger your company uh, becomes. Um, and then I think the other the other big piece of advice, it isn't one person's job in the company to, you can't just go and appoint a B Corp manager and um, that person will get you certified. It really is a whole company effort. Uh, we particularly noticed that recertifying. So one of the things when you become a B Corp is you have to recertify every three years. So we certified um, for the first time in 2018. We then had to recertify in 2021, which was pretty challenging for a, a global travel company, right slam bang in the middle of a pandemic. Um, but it, it really is a, a holistic approach. Every single part of the business is involved in making it happen. So it's not just our purpose team, for example, at Intrepid, every single one of our leadership teams and, and departments is involved in, in the B Corp process. Yeah, that's something we hear a lot too, that everyone has to be involved to really get into this and get that recertification. I was gonna say it really is, it's it's all encompassing and and that's how you continue to get better scores too. I mean, you know, Intrepid got 82.7 in its first um, scoring in 2018. Um, when we recertified, we got a score of 91.2. And I, I think that improvement in scoring was just uh, because of the way in which we really made it wholly encompassing within the entire uh, business. Um, you know, we really understood um, more deeply the impact that the assessment could have and how it could help make us a better business. So, um, yeah, the more you throw your entire company into it, the more, more rewards I think you get. Thank you. Um, and yeah, B Corp's a great topic. We could have a whole talk on just B Corp. Um, but I did want to talk about travel trends. Something you've mentioned a few times is that you want to change not only the company, but but the market and grow the market for um, sustainable travel. So I wanted to get your view on what travel trends you're tracking. I feel like last year in 2020, for the UK at least, it was very obvious that everyone was choosing local holidays and sometimes budget local holidays. Um, so what what are you seeing now in terms of trends and do people care more about sustainability and about yeah that that rich experience at this moment in time do you think? I think increasingly people want two things they want experiences more and more so it's not necessarily about having the biggest house or the nicest car um, or wearing the best clothes but it is hopefully about having the best possible experiences and the second thing is that people increasingly want to buy from and work for companies who are truly sustainable. So I think that plays very nicely to Intrepid. We've got a 33 year history in terms of experiences and sustainability. So very much our style of travel is moving from being more of a niche to being increasingly more mainstream, which is fantastic because if you like in the past, we were considered sustainable travel. And it's a bit like the association of a, um, a health food aisle in a supermarket. It kind of gives the impression that actually uh, the rest of the supermarket therefore is unhealthy so really what we're trying to do is make sustainable travel the the mainstream of all travel um, and, and in fact all, all travel should be sustainable in terms of kind of specific trends beyond that though yeah clearly there's a focus in terms of local and domestic travel intrepid introduced a significant number of uh, trips in australia in the us for australian and american customers this year 
giving the um, option for our customers in those markets to um, not have to jump on a long haul flight to go and have an experience, but to get under the skin of their home destination and, and have some great, fantastic local experiences. Um, I think the other thing is customers are increasingly tending when they do make commitments to to travel long distance, being aware now of the the uh, you know intensity of carbon emissions that come from flying, that they're often traveling for longer periods of time. So not just going for a week, but going for three or four weeks if you're going on a, a long distance trip. And then when you are traveling to a destination, hopefully trying to um, spend as much money in the local community as you possibly can. So steering away from chain hotels or fast food chain restaurants and, and really trying as much as possible to stay in locally owned accommodation eat local food, um, use local restaurants, do local activities. They're, they're some of the trends that we're hoping to see become more prevalent for the industry. Got it. Well, yeah, we're just coming to the end of this summer here in the UK, but maybe we will see some of that for, for next summer. Um, and James, I could stay and chat about this with you all day, but that's nearly the end of the time we have allocated for our Susty Talk call. So thank you very much for your time and for your insights on B Corp and travel trends. No problem. Great to chat, Sarah.